What's up, nerds? And welcome to the 3FN four-year extravaganza! That is right. We are here to celebrate the four years of the 3 Fat Nerds Podcast. And of course, we are coming to you from the 8122 Production Studios at Dragon Master Games! And you know what? The crew is all here. But first off, I am your host, Rich. And joining me, as they do each and every week, first, coming back from his uh, coverage of the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard situation, ladies and gentlemen, this is Ron. What's happening? And, of course, the man that doesn't need an introduction, yet he has the longest introduction in all of podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, it's hashtag Big Natty Cool, hashtag Mad Dog Strong Style, hashtag Challenge Accepted, hashtag Diesel Malenko, because he's the man of a thousand and four hashtags. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the leader of the Minnows Gang and is your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. He is the man, the myth, and the legend rolled into one jolly old ginger bearded fella. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Diesel. Can you believe we've been together longer than Johnny Depp and Amber Heard marriage two times over? That is true. That is very true. That is very true as far as their anniversaries. But I mean, I was going to say for me and you, it's been longer than that. God damn. God damn. It's been a lifetime. What, nobody's ever left the Amber Heard present for either of us in our beds? No, no, no. No. You no, haven't no, checked no. the back room, have you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said, there's there's far, far worse things you can find in your bed. Far, far worse. But not much worse. Not much, to be quite honest. But with that being said, we are joined by a guy who kind of heard his voice a second ago. Uh, of course, he's the man who joins me each and every week on twitch.tv slash 607podcast to bring you 607TWS. But more importantly, he's the host of the Outshow Duro Parlay Hour Podcast, better known as the ODBH. Ken M is with us in studio. Thank you for the invite and happy four-year anniversary, guys. Yes, yes. And just like everything else about our anniversaries... Yeah, something went wrong. Sorry. That's why we're not on Twitch.tv slash podcast. Technical difficulties. Uh, really, 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 really shitty. But, you know, that's kind of been the trying thing of uh, the four years of Three Fenders podcast. Uh, you know, somehow we made it through four years. Adversity somehow. and overcoming it. Yes, and <laughs> overcompensating because we're fat. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, though, it's awesome for you guys uh, to hear this little bonus podcast that we're putting out for everybody uh, for our four-year anniversary uh, thank you guys for tuning in, whether you've listened to us for most of the four years or if you're just new to the show. Thank you so much. It doesn't matter. It, you know, uh, just don't if you've not been with us from the beginning, just don't go back and listen to the first four episodes. Six. I mean, if you really want to go listen to the first four, six episodes, uh, to first 10 episodes, maybe even first 20. I don't feel like this show found its voice until probably like 30, 40 in. Uh, but the first four are real rough. That was back in the days. When we bought uh, the aggregated device instead of the uh, instead of the board, and you could hear Diesel and Ron, who had to share a mic in your left ear, and me on the separate mic in your right ear. Yep. No soundboard. Oh, I mean, we'd have to swing the arm back and forth. <laughs> we'd have to do hand motions to be like, oh, oh, I, got, I got something. <laughs> By the way, for some of those people out there who uh, not that long ago uh, were like, man, when you guys do those hour and a half to two hour podcasts, it's a long time. Go back to those days oh, yeah. when it was like a four-hour marathon. Or how about even better than that, uh, when we did finally split the wrestling off from the rest of the show, and it would be two hours easily of the 3FN show, and then like another two hours of 3FNW, mostly because we recorded it on the same night. Yes. It was mostly inside jokes and shit that ran over from the first show. Yep. <laughs> yep. So if you didn't listen to both, you probably were fucking lost. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then we decided, fuck it, we're going to record on different days, which, you know, that took a toll. But we, we did it. We made it through. And then, uh, of course, 3FNW has now morphed into 607TWS. Uh, that means Ron doesn't have to pretend to watch wrestling because he only watches the big events. Yeah. And Diesel, who was not watching wrestling at all, yet was commentating on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to pretend. Now oh. he does go to some wrestling shows. He does watch wrestling. We're going to watch some wrestling as we record this tonight. We're actually going to Fake it till you make it. <laughs> Plus, we got to remember his celebrity booking, too. Yes, yes, yes. We, I we forgot still, about the celebrity booking. We still yes. haven't got it. Maybe we have to like go over time and get that uh, eventually. Oh. Not tonight, though. No, not, got, to, got, not tonight, but I, I wanted tonight. to bring that back up into the ether. I have, never, <laughs> I have never once forgotten about that card. Sins of the Father. Yes. Sins of the Father, yes, yes. So uh, with that being said, you know, uh, four years has been a long time, but thank you guys for no matter when you jumped in, no matter when you started listening, if you were there during the long days or during which I know some people were. Yeah. Uh, thank you the most. <laughs> Not because you've been listening the longest, but man, you really had to wait until we got this under control. Whew. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> I used to spend so many hours editing the show. So many hours. <laughs> you guys don't understand how many hours. It was so many hours editing the show. And now... It's kind of a lot less because, believe it or not, we try to keep it as live as possible, even though it's not live for you on podcasting level. But we try to keep it as live as possible because the conversation is really that much fun. Yeah. The only time we really take something out isn't even when somebody says something spicy. Let's be honest. We, we leave that shit in. Uh, the fact that we haven't been canceled. Like, I'm kind of mad about that. Because right now, we would be all making a living off of this if we got canceled for a thing. Uh, the fact that uh, the only piece of hate mail we ever got, we joke about it, but was literally because we wanted to black man as, as Bond. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba. Idris yep. Elba. It's even worse. We're not going to name names, but I'm just saying. We know. I, I still joke about it to him. Although, I did get a second piece of hate mail, technically. But it wasn't hate mail for the for me and Diesel. It was only hate mail for Ron, and it was that I should make Ron. It wasn't oh. in your email. It was it was a direct message that I should make Ron watch the John Wick movies. And I know who that came from too. Yes, exactly. Well, yes, I know you did. But they, there was like because you were shitting on John Wick that you should watch the John Wick movies. I was like, first of all, I can't force Rod to do shit. Like, let's, let's be honest here. Cinematic masterpieces. Oh God, they're so bad. <laughs> but over the years, like we've honed some stuff, and I and I like how we've 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 lined in. Like we went, you know, some of the things that we started with. <laughs> we we've kind of gone down and shrunk down and it was nice to get rid of some of the parts and however many different things we've had now to get it down to where we do the nerd news and we do movie reviews is what we really want to do and uh i really think that that's that that's really worked out for us in the long run between doing the new movies and also going to the throwbacks i mean we've done a great amount in the diesel's movie club slash 3fn now 3fn movie club since we wanted to separate it out of diesel's movie triple stuff which is good. It's good. And uh, Diesel's still bringing you the box office and the top three. Yep. Very first episode, mm-hmm. we did all top three lists just to get everybody to know us. So that was the one reason to actually go back and listen to the first episode. Don't mind the audio. The audio was really bad at that time. Oh, the rough days. <laughs> but but we gave top threes out. And then since then, we've done the top three literally every single week, even when Diesel's not here. Yep. yep. And uh, for the hard question question, which we've answered before, but if you really do want to know, the top three we find out day of. Because I've always been asked like by people, well, why didn't you pick this or pick that? We literally put ourselves on the spot to do it day of. Like like, like right when we start recording. <laughs> so if you're on Patreon, and this is a plug actually right now for patreon.com slash 8122productions so you can get this bonus stuff. When our production meeting happens, we give our top three. Yep. We don't give what they are. We are told by Diesel what the top three is. <laughs> like Sometimes I have an idea. Because sometimes I think he's going to do something that is... If it's tied to the movie. Tied to the movie. But sometimes it's out of fucking left field, like your top three favorite ice creams. 
that day, full disclosure, I had nothing. I was like <laughs> thinking at work. I'm like, I, I don't know. But I like when we go out and we do different <laughs> things like that because we never said the top three had to be movie related yep. or TV yeah. show related or entertainment related. It keeps the listener guessing. Yep. Hey, and it's fun because you can also in your head on the same time to do your top three off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. It's fun stuff. So thank you guys for all of that and so much more. But we got to get to the entertainment. But before we do, I want to give Ken M the stage. Give a shout out to the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Well, thank you. If you want to find out everything going on with the ODPH, swing on over to ODPHpodcast.com. Join the conversation on social media accounts. Check out the Parlay Points. New blogs coming. Got a lot of comic reviews coming this week. And T Public Store, the classified section where you can find friends of the show, such as 8122 Productions. All that and so much more. ODPHpodcast.com. Do it. Oh, sorry. Well, do you have a classified section? Yes. <laughs> Does Dog know about this? Because me and him could do some damage on a classified section. <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of classified session. It's it's not that, but that'll be for the eventual Patreon. (laughs) There you go. Diesel dogs. Two phone crew. (laughs) Yeah, second phone crew forever. But uh, with that being said, though, uh, real quick, in the beginning, we'll just give you the real quick plug, 8122productions.com, at 3 Fat Nerds Pod, everywhere you get it. Throw it, take the ad away if it's not an app, but most of their social media is at an app at this point. You can even use an app on on Facebook. Yeah. And if you're still on Twitter, because, you know, some people are upset about Elon Musk, I don't know why, but... Whatever. Everybody gets too fucking anal about shit. But if you are upset, then that's fine. Hit us up on something else. How, how funny it'll be if everybody has to go back to Facebook and find out how shitty Facebook truly is. Oh, Facebook is a cesspool <laughs> of human nature. Yeah. You're going to run quickly from that as well. <laughs> Anyways, with that being said, though, that is not what we're here to talk about. Let's dive right and have some fun. And every year that we do an anniversary show, we like to have a fun little something. I mean, one year we ranked our uh, favorite uh, Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. We ranked... The Star Wars movies. Uh, I do believe uh, last year we had a nice little... Well, we ate a chip last year. It was based around the one chip challenge. Uh, we're doing that again this year, right? No. <laughs> no. I'm too full. We, we went out, to, to be to be honest, me and Diesel went out for a nice meal. We went to the the Moonies. Yep. Had a, I had a garbage plate. I, I didn't even eat all of it. I, that's how big and full I am. And we had a nice little uh, appetizer. And we had Ooh. a cool waitress. Oh, our waitress is fucking awesome. Shout out to our waitress. She was the best. I made a fat joke. She made a fat joke back. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. She was a little big too, but that's okay. Loved her. I, we, you know, I'll, usually when you make a fat joke at a, at a waitress, they you like about yourself. Yeah. They usually don't know what to do, and you have to be like, it's okay to laugh. You're making me feel weird that you didn't laugh. I was funny. I, I, I know I'm fucking funny. And then like when she laughed and then threw a fucking one back at me, I was like, yes, yeah. <laughs> we nice. got a we have a winner because it was a, it was an easy one. I said, does it look like we uh, don't like food? Because she was like, is there anything jumping on you? Like, what do you mean? We're like, everything. Look at us. <laughs> we're like, we turned down a single plate ever in our lives? I don't think so. She was like, no, I know. I love food too much, too. I was like, ah, baby. It was a little more little more jokey. She did that, a but. sexy dance. That's, she how did, yeah, yeah. She, that's how she got a winner. Jesus like, I'm in love. She's fucking in love. She did get a 40% tip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we always tip well, yeah. but she definitely got more because she was fucking awesome. So shout outs to her. Shout outs to Moonies. I haven't only, but that was only the second time I was there, but it was a lot of fun. All right. With that being said, that's enough local humor. I mean, I guess they have those all, a couple different places in New York, right? They have them in Syracuse area? Uh, start out in Rochester area. Rochester. Yeah, there's like four or five or six of them around. So if you're in the state Something of New like York, that. you might have gotten there if uh, you are. Eat there. If not, uh, this is a mac and cheese place. There you go. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting. Sometimes we get, we do the local humor. Eh, yeah. It's fun. It's fine. Uh, by the way, your two favorite one, two of your favorite places are closing in downtown. The Colonial <laughs> and Dos Rios, they're out of here. R- rumors are Weitzman's buying them. 
Oh Jesus! What to put him out of business or <laughs> just right. to say fuck it? Uh, probably just. Is the dirt. question is he going to keep the mattress in the basement? Because uh, who said about the mattress? It was a table and a chair. No, hey, oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> even worse, even worse. Anyways, another little bit of dark local humor. <laughs> now let's get into the fun part. And this year we are going to go over Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. We're not going to review Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. No, 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 no. For the longest time in the Three Fat Nerds podcast, we've had this thing of we are older. Obviously, myself and Diesel, well, I'm 39, Diesel will be 39, yep. and I will not give the age of the two gentlemen to, <laughs> yeah. my, to the opposite side. We'll just say they're 40 plus. Uh, we'll be honest. Sorry, guys. It's true. I'm almost 40. I'll be 40 in less than a year. I don't, I, I'm going on a cruise for my 40th birthday. Nice. I might go overboard. <laughs> I don't want to live anymore. I'm joking. Dude, there's over 150 years of life in this room. I just also yes. want to point yes, out there, much. for Diesel, for purposes, I try to take Diesel on said <laughs> cruise, but he does. He sacrifices his vacation time for our friends at DMG, or else he'd be getting going on an all-expenses-paid cruise. I don't know. You guys can write in how you feel about Diesel not going on an all-expenses-paid cruise. Yeah. Just throw it out there. Ken's like, where's the fuck's my invitation? <laughs> and, after, and after, oops, sorry. after year five, I finally get a vacation for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ken's like, where the fuck is my vacation? I, I just want to throw it out there, Ken. We just assume that you're Tom Green from Road Trip, so we don't invite you to these things. <laughs> yeah. It's cool because, yeah, I don't do cruises. Uh, oh, wait, you don't like water? No. <laughs> Straight up. No. Yeah. Dude, I love it. There's no joke to it. He's like, no, absolutely not. I don't, I don't fucking like water. Yeah, there's no vast bodies of water in Broome County, so of course Ken's not going to go. Oh, yes, that's true. I know. No. It's a running joke. He does leave. I promise he leaves Broome County. Yes. I just, GCW coming up at... Eighteenth of June and also the fifth of, of June or cages. Fifth of June, cage survival. Yep. Fifth of June, <laughs> getting them tickets going. Uh, anyways, so enough about that. We decided that we were going to like we've had up for a long time. The movies from that part of history have always been the ones that you're like, oh shit, these were kids movies, and for some reason, these kids movies have always been. Just a little too dark. Mm-hmm. We grew up in the age of gremlins. Yeah. Yes. We grew up in the age of the witches. We grew up in the age of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which we're talking about today. Before we dive in. Witcher in the woods. Witcher in the woods. We can go yeah. on. But we are going to talk about how fucked up in adult eyes truly Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was. But before we do that, let's talk about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory uh, that came out, of course, in 1970. One, that long ago. As a matter of wow. fact, came out on June thirtieth of nineteen seventy one. None of us in this room were alive when this movie came out. Just so you know, uh, the runtime is one hundred minutes. It was produced by Wolper Pictures Limited and the Quaker Oats Company. Oh yeah, really? And distributed by Paramount Pictures. Uh, the movie is produced by uh, Stan Margulis and David L. Wolper, and is based on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Raoul Dahl. And the screenplay actually was also written by Ronald Dahl. As, uh, some people don't know that this was act the screen the adaptation of this film was actually written by the author, uh, directed by Mel Stewart. Cinematography, the, cin- yeah, cinematography, easy for you to say, Diesel. Arthur Ibbetstein, edited by David Saxon, and the music was done by Leslie uh, Biscro and Anthony Newley. Of course, it stars the great Gene Wilder, Jack Albertson, Peter Ostrom, Roy Keener, Dennis Nickerson, Leonard Stone, Julie Don Cole, Paris Thiemann, Dodo Denny, and so many more. <laughs> and here comes the fun part. The budget of this movie, $3 million. They made $3 million stretch a lot. Yeah, they, they really got yeah. the most of their mileage. Well, that, we're talking about this is also back in those days. Yeah. Box office, gentlemen. Now, mind you, this is 1971, so make sure you got to put yourselves there. Box office guesses. Who wants to go first? 
Ooh, I don't know. This was before our time, so I don't know if it was a commercial success or found it. I'm, I'm going to say this. It was a commercial success for the time. Obviously, it's made more worldwide. But you also have to come down. you got to remember the dollar was worth a fuck ton more back then. Because $3 million now doesn't sound like a lot. $3 million back then probably equates to about $60 million in today's dollars, something like that. I'm going to tone it back. I, think I know did, I'm a little over, but whatever. I think they did really well. I think they got 4 to 1 on their dollar. I'm going to go $12 million. Ken? 7 Ron? Six. They just doubled. You all went over, but Ron was this thing. $4 million. Okay. <laughs> By the way, in 1971, $4 million wasn't yeah. bad because I don't believe it was until Jaws in the later part of the 70s where we got the blo- summer blockbuster. Yeah. yeah it was that Jaws. was the first movie that ever made double digits. Double right? digits, yeah. Like big time double yeah. digits. So with that being said, Char- Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, of course, there was the uh, remake with the guy who's now currently in court. Mm. Very creepy, but we're not talking about that. Let's talk about it. Well, like I said, we're not reviewing the movie. Although we will still play the game and all that happy jazz. But we are just talking about how fucked up this movie is. And here's where we're going to start. We are going to start with the titular character of Willy Wonka. And we're going to end. I'm going to tell you where we're going to end. We're going to end with the worst god-awful human being in this film. We'll save that. If you listen to the show, you already know who we're talking about. In this film or one of the all-time great villains? I think all-time great (laughs) villains. But first off, let's start with the man himself, Willy Wonka. So first of all, on the surface, Willy Wonka in the movie is this... Uh, what's the word I'm looking at? Eccentric. Yes. Yes. Candy factory owner that makes the world's most famous candy, Wonka. Wonka bars, everlasting gobstoppers, etc., etc. You can still buy them on the shelf. Made by, I do believe, Nestle, if I'm yeah. not correct. Yeah, Nestle. So, Willy Wonka, eccentric candy maker, goes up. Nobody's seen him in years. Nobody's seen him in years. Well... Before he disappeared, let's just start the ticker take from what we learned from the movie. Before he disappears, he laid off an entire section of town. They used to work in his chocolate factory because he was tired of his recipes being stolen. Well, that and they tried to unionize and we can't have that. <laughs> well, they don't lead to that in the movie, but I feel like that is also the underlying. <laughs> but at the same point, Juncture, he, that's his first offense. How do you guys feel? And why do, true, he fired. He, we, we find out during the thing that before he shuts the plant down to the public, he fires everybody in a section of town that worked for the plant. They were getting their living from the plant. Dick move. <laughs> yeah, it was completely blindsiding to being like, why is this character so beloved that everybody wants to go get his chocolate? Like, if he's doing these bad business practices, I mean, he has no heart, so why are you supporting him? Hmm. Exactly. It's, it's just it's horrible what he did. I mean, and nobody cares. <laughs> right, right. Nobody, everybody still loves Willy yeah. Wonka. So the it, Jeff it, Bezos of the era. Well, I was going to say more like Vince McMahon. He makes all these layoffs, but everybody's still supporting WWE. That's true. That's true. So there's narr- the narration we hear from somebody about this is that the plants closed for like two years, like really closed. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, the stacks start working, and the lights are on. Yep, but nobody knows, and the yep. chocolate keeps getting pumped out. Nobody, nobody's going in. Nobody's, nobody's going, going out. in. Nobody's coming out. Nobody's seen Willy Wonka. Well, later in the movie, we find out what happened in those two years. So we're going to jump ahead. So we we're going to go all over the place. Well, the two years that they were closed, one Mister Wonka went to Oompa Land, where he liberated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using words from the movie. He liberated. The Oompa Loompas, because they were getting picked off by the beast of Oompa yep. Land. Yep. Yeah, I forget what he calls it. I can't remember either. 
And I just watched the movie again the other day. I know. <laughs> I but he liberates, liberates the Oompa Loompas to save them from this beast that keeps eating the Oompa Loompas in Oompa Land. And he brings them to his chocolate factory to make the chocolate. So I'm going to translate this for you. Willy Wonka, in the two years that he was gone, went to some mystical land and enslaved these small people to work in his factory for absolute fucking free and to feed them nothing but candy. How are your feelings on Willy Wonka enslaving the Oompa Loompas? I am still not convinced that he is not responsible for the beast's creation, thus being able to liberate them from the beast. That's very true. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't he behind the beast? I mean, we don't know exactly what he was up to those two years. He could have been creating something. Yeah. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Exactly. The Wizard of Oz scenario? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He created this this threat to these otherwise peace-loving people that lived in harmony for millennia. And then all of a sudden, they're getting picked off. A Wang Doodle. Wang Doodle. That's Wang the name Doodle. of the... Uh... Would eat 10 Oompa for breakfast and come galloping back for seconds. Yeah. <laughs> See, so at he, that rate. But he had to save them. He's a, he's a great liberator and savior of the Oompa Loompas. Mm-hmm. Or he fucking shipped them back in crates to the Wonka factory to make his chocolates as slave labor. Okay. I'm going to guess that's the answer. Yep. But when you were a kid, you believed that he was the savior. No, as an adult, eh, kind of insane. Well, you buy into the fairy tale point. True. And I'm a fat guy. I can forgive a lot of stuff. If there's chocolate involved. <laughs> next up on the Willy Wonka docket, and we're gonna we're gonna leave the we're gonna talk about the kids in a minute because they're the next part. The kids and the parents. We're gonna kind of bind them together. But Willy Wonka then devises a plan to give away his chocolate factory because he wants to retire. I guess enslaving Oompa Loompas is not his thing anymore. <laughs> so what he then does is he has this contest where it goes, makes the world go mad looking, li- looking for five golden tickets. And those people get to come in. Now, mind you that he said children had to be children. Adults cannot win this competition. Red flag. Instant <laughs> red flag. Because I'm going to say as an adult and looking at this in 2022 eyes, I think he was looking for somebody to grow. Oh. I think this was allegedly what Michael Jackson was accused of. The, well, the Wonka factor, maybe, maybe, mind you, this is before, maybe Michael Jackson saw what was happening in the Wonka movie and created Neverland. And with that, I'm saying allegedly, because I don't believe necessarily the King of Pop did it. And if he did, he did. Sometimes life imitates art. And sometimes, you know, you see a wonderland of chocolate and candies and you're just like, hey, amusement park in my backyard. I'm just saying, he was a little too frisky with the kids. I'm just saying, and he picked kids? Mm-hmm. I heard 13. I, I don't know any 13-year-olds <laughs> that are CEO material. I'm just saying. I figured that this was all conspiracy. The year I had the, it was going to be an Oompa Loompa that was going to be the winner. And he was just rigging the own contest to kind of dismay that he fired everybody. Have you True. not watched Django Unchained? You <laughs> do not promote him that high. You may promote him up, but you don't promote him up to that level. He's not lying. Ron, you got anything on it? It's it's just so bad. (laughs) Now, last but certainly not least, we get... Well, we're going to talk about the kids, so I don't want to talk about anyone. Last but certainly not least, he is responsible for the murders of four. Count them, four young children. (laughs) Four young children. Yes, murders. Murder. But one of them technically doesn't get murdered. Do you guys know which one technically doesn't get murdered? But it's it's worse than death. I would say probably the one that you can say that wasn't murdered, but was put in a precarious situation was Augustus Gloop. Yeah, the fat one. No, no. he was going to the incinerator. 
The one that doesn't get murdered is Mike TV. Yes. Because he's just small. Yes. Now, you oh, get him around him small. it. Here, think about it. If you get him around a fucking cat or a hawk or a pigeon, <laughs> as long as his mom keeps him in the purse, he'll be fine. Yes. But Augustus Gloop was going to the fucking incinerator. Yeah, what, yeah. Was it the incinerator? Or was yeah. It the, no, goes, fudge, fudge. It was no, the fudge. It was the pipe to the fudge. To the fudge pipe. No, it was. It, he said that that was the pipe that goes to the incinerator. No, that or was, the, that the was uh, what's her face when the golden egg. Versus all, yeah, because the no. fa- the father chases her down. That goes to the inferno. Now, murders aside, the amount of OSHA violations we watched in this movie were <laughs> astounding. <laughs> Dude, if somebody loses a finger at the Coke plant, they got to shut that entire building down, isolate. They lost clean. a fat guy in a river of yeah. fucking chocolate. And yeah, it, 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 work went on. Yep, yeah. like they lost status quo. It keeps on pushing. Crazy. But anyways, now we talked about the murders. Let's talk about the un, the, the kids. The well, kids. Well, murders or were they justifiable? <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Let's get to the, the next evil part of this. The kids. Let's go through it. First of all, and I'm like, let's go in order. Augustus Gloop, the lovable fat guy who only wants to eat the chocolate. The river's made of the chocolate. I eat the chocolate. Because he's German. Mm-hmm. Some he would was- say that his family made their money. In the 1940s. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> They're definitely checking him out. And they also did not teach him how to say no. Well, you know, he was well, a privileged young lad. Absolutely. Yeah. The father eats the microphone when they fight. When he's... <laughs> the, yeah. the, the mother may or may not have been a member of a youth group in the mm-hmm. late 30s, early 40s. <laughs> Probably the father as well. I'm just saying. You can draw your own <laughs> conclusions from there. I just want to make one quick parallel. The fat kid that represents gluttony. I've seen this in another movie. Seven. Ah. Mm. I just also want to point out, well, while we're talking about it, he deserved what he got. <laughs> Listen, as a fat guy, if I fall into a river of fucking chocolate and get sucked into a pipe, which may or may not drown and kill me or incinerate or whatever, I, I died doing what I love. You died doing what you love. But as a kid, and you know, you look for people to represent you. And unfortunately for me, that was Augustus Gloop. I would have done the same exact thing. Exactly. And you would have deserved what you got. <laughs> I would have clogged them pipes. And I would have done that. Because as we all know, I'm a bigger fan of gummy things. So I'd have been fucking killing them gummy bears on the trees. So there would have been no... I would have had a tummy ache by two seconds. Oh, yeah. But I'd have been, I would have cared about the goddamn chocolate lake. So I'd have been fine. Fine, I tell you. Next up. We have, and I, I might be going out of order here, but I do believe Violet gets the second dose. Mm-hmm. Yes. And of course, Violet is the one of the rich Americans. There's yes. two of them. Yep. But one of the rich Americans who get to go there, and boy, does she show her American worth. Her claim to fame is she's been chewing on the same piece of gum for something ridiculous Forever. like two, five, two months. Two months, yeah. And I beat my previous record, and then she teases yeah. her friend. So they get to this room where she gets to taste, where they're not allowed to touch. Mind you, Mr. Wonka tells them, specifically, this is still under scientific review. We don't know what this will do, but it technically is a piece of gum that will taste whatever you think it is. And of course, that's all she needed to be off to the races. Starts chewing the piece of gum. She starts saying it tastes like a turkey dinner. Well, first tomato soup, tomato soup, tomato soup. pot roast dinner, pot with roast, all the fixings, right. then and a then a blueberry pie. pie. But the problem was when you get to dessert. Okay. That's what Wonka says. Well, <laughs> there's a there's a little side effect when you get to dessert. Whatever you taste, 
you become. Yeah, so she became a giant blueberry. Mm-hmm. By the way, the way of her death, and by the way, she gets squeezed. Yes, yeah. in the taffy machine. Yes. Which there's no way you're living through that. No. But yeah. that, that was her idea. Once again, I'd argue she deserved it. Continue. Tell me I'm wrong. Definitely deserved it. But I have a question about the magical scientific gum here. If my dessert was Jason Momoa, does it taste like Jason Momoa? And do I become Jason Momoa? <laughs> I think you could avoid some stuff. <laughs> Nowadays, it's, I think you're on to something. It's, it's all protein, though. Well, Depends fine. on which part of Jason Momoa, because you might just become a part of Jason Momoa. I would be fine trading my life as is right now to become that certain part of Jason Momoa right now. <laughs> I was thinking of the asshole. Hey, I, I'm still in. <laughs> still in. Oh. oh my god! No, it, it was it was it was justified. Even though I think at this point the rest of the contestants should be wondering like, why is everybody dying around me? But no, everybody doesn't care. It's wait, like wait, Survivor. Wait. I don't know if it's justified. You take something that you shouldn't take. I don't think means you deserve to die necessarily. Maybe you lose a hand. Let's go well, medieval. Well, in Wonka world, it's a holy. Di- it's, it's a different playing field. By the way, not only did you deserve to die, she deserved the goddamn Oompa Loompa <laughs> song that went with it. Those are singing people. Oh, yes, you deserve that. I just hope she burns in hell. <laughs> I just want to say, Oompa Loompas, I think, I think there's a connection to somewhere, if you guys put it together. Mm, well, there's definitely, you know, songs, uh, very spiritual people. Yes, yes, yes. The Oompa Loompas from Oompa Land, mm. who are getting away from the gobbledygooker. <laughs> <laughs> a little tied into wrestling somehow. Next on the hit parade... I do believe this is our time for one Veruca Salt. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Veruca Salt, she is the, I don't remember what country she's technically from. Was she from England or she, she's from somewhere in Europe. I just can't yeah, remember where. Yeah, Belgium? Might be Belgium. Yeah. You might be right. The father was a uh, peanut, did peanuts. Yeah, yeah, yes, did yes. peanuts. So anyways, Veruca Salt is the most stuck up snobbish bitch of all time. I'm going to yeah. just say it. Yeah. And they go to a room where they got golden hens. Laying golden eggs. And guess what? She wants a golden hen. But daddy, I want a golden hen now. And Mr. Wonk is like, hey, ain't for sale. Sometimes you just got to take the L. Mm-hmm. Guess what? She don't take the L. She goes right up onto where the scale is. The scale says she's a bad egg. And it drops her. Yep. Where does that pipe go, Wonka? Oh, we're to all, the incinerator yep, where all the bad eggs, eggs go. go. The incinerator. The incinerator. <laughs> she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She, she did. Yes. And the, the father chases her. And by the way, did she deserve it? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> well, yeah, because of the whole thing. I the, devil, the, the devil's argument has always come from Diesel. Come on. I discussed it, and I preface this with saying, you got to look at it through the eyes of me as a 10-year-old. Was I the only one with the hots for Veruca Salt? No. She, she, oh yeah, I was in love with her when I first saw this movie. <laughs> she was gorgeous. It explains a lot of things later in your life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things later in your life. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. You see a trend there. You were into the crazy ones before. It was cool. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so the last one on our hit list, Mike TV. Yes, that is his fucking name. Mike TV, spelled T-E-E-V-E-E. And yeah, he's got like the most wonderful mother of all time. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, she's very um, enabling of him. Yes. But she is also a wonderful woman. Probably the nicest of all the parents. Unfortunately, she enabled this little son of a bitch. <laughs> so they have this thing, and uh, for commercial purposes, they have the, the Wonka vision. And it shrinks things down. 
Search big things into tiny things. Because that's how TV works. So, yeah. yeah. As a kid, did you really believe that's how TV worked, Diesel? No, no, I did not. I'm just, I'm just quite <laughs> curious. Because you also wanted to be with Veruca Salt. So I just throwing it out there. Explains too much in my life. So Mike TV jumps in front of this thing and he gets Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. <laughs> Before Honey, I Shrunk the Kid was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, again. By the way, he does not die because he's the one I'm going to point out. His mother just picks him up. By the way, now she's no longer enabling. Now she gets to talk smack to him because he's tiny. Yeah. And he puts she puts him in her purse. Yep. And they go off. They go off for the yeah. rest of his life. Yeah. He's going to be like Stuart Little. They have an idea and she faints. Well, I forget what he, what they said. They go try to put him back together. But then the molecular something yeah. might mess up and yeah. he might never. Yeah. yeah was, but they, they do take the them someplace and she faints and they have to drag her out. And then we get the Oompa Loompas again. Yep. Oompa Loompa Doopity Doo. Good stuff. Now, we didn't mention young Charlie. But I'm going to mention Charlie now. Because Charlie doesn't die. Charlie ends up winning the Chocolate Factory. At the end of the day, all said and done. We're not focusing on that because that's going to come to the biggest villain. And that's at, that's next. We saved it for last. Mm-hmm. So, Charlie, though. Whiny bitch. He was a whiny bitch. Without a doubt. He was definitely, too, the most naive well, of course, he was poor. He was the poor one. He was the one that got lucky the day before, found the last golden ticket after somebody had counterfeited a golden ticket. So now he was the last golden ticket owner. And him and his Grandpa Joe got to go, we're going to get there in a minute, don't worry. <laughs> but before this, man, he did nothing but... Want- now, mind you, I understand. I mean, Diesel and me have talked about this openly. We grew up kind of, you know, poor. I'm not going to say dirt poor like Charlie, but we were yeah, we were poor. Yeah, I grew up poor. I definitely ate a lot of pasta growing up. Yeah, I, I, I had the government peanut butter. Yeah, I just throw it out there. I still have withdrawals from seeing that fucking oil on top and having to stir. I, that's why I won't eat natural peanut butter. Yeah. No, no, no. The, come to find out, the government was giving us natural peanut butter the whole time. Like, right now, we could have made a killing off of that oh, shit. Yeah. Back then, you couldn't sell it. Anyways, that being said, uh, but I don't ever remember going to my parents and just whining about how I wanted to be some entitled prick. I don't think it would have worked out too well for me. No, I would have gotten slapped. He, he gets mad at his mom because they're poor. Which I understand. And mind you, his mom's working from sun up to sundown. Mm-hmm. She's she's working like she's fucking uh, that 10 to 10 song by fucking uh, <laughs> Big Sean. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. It, I, I would think those things, but I would never say them. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. That's fine. That's fine. So he's a lighty little cunt. Yeah. So we should never really be truly happy that Charlie wins. No, he, he is the most lackluster, sympathetic character that you want to root for to win. I'm going to argue there's nobody in this fucking movie. No, really nobody should have won. That's why I said I, I thought the whole thing was rigged from the beginning. Because you know, like, should have won Slugworth. He should have <laughs> Yeah, he should have. Or any of the Loompa Loompas to free themselves. That's true. Oh, man, if they would have had an uprising. Oh, they should have. Oh, that would be a great movie. <laughs> so, that brings us to the main event, gentlemen. We're here. We're at the main event. The worst human being in this entire movie. Willy Wonka. Terrible person. These kids, terrible people. The worst human being in this movie, though. Fucking Grandpa Joe. Facts. Oh, Grandpa my. fucking Joe. I'm going to lay it out to you. First and foremost, and the reason why he's terrible, his family is poor around him. His his daughter is working her ass off. I don't know. I think that was, was that his daughter or was it the other one? Because I know that the father's no longer in the picture. Yeah, they, yeah. They I, I thought it was it. his. Yeah. It so was it's his. his daughter. Then the other two grandparents are the father. So now mind you, the father fucked off. I don't know if he's dead, live, whatever. Fucking the maid. Well, he they probably don't have... killed himself after Willie fucking laid him off. Probably. You're good points. Good points. <laughs> but anyways, 
There's four grandparents in bed when we meet these people. Grandpa Joe's one of them. And we know that he's been there for 20 years because they make a big deal about yes. the fact he's been there for 20 years. Yes. Now, he first thing that we find out, Diesel, and I know you'll be all right for this. He was all right with his grandson spending some of his hard-earned money selling papers on getting him tobacco. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, this motherfucker is in bed for 20 years. You don't have time to have it. You're poor. You're eating cabbage soup. Literally, with just cabbage and water. Yep. You're eating cabbage soup. You think it's a delicacy when the when the kid gets some bread from somebody who feels bad because he knows how dirt poor this family is. And you are taking some of that poor kid's money to get your pinch of tobacco. You don't. You listen. I understand you are a smoker, Diesel. Oh, I am a smoker. But if if you're in that position, do you have any right to that goddamn tobacco? No, I'm getting out of bed like a goddamn adult, and I'm going to any of the goddamn cigarette butt trays out in public, and I am double dipping on them. Herpes be damned. Because <laughs> you're a real man, goddamn real man. So anyways, that's the first problem. Secondly, Grandpa Joe, upon winning this golden ticket that nobody thought was going to happen, Charlie says... He's not gonna. He doesn't want to take his mom, who works from fucking sun up to sundown, who might is like two steps away from hooking to provide for her fucking exactly great because she's got she's got she's got to pay for this kid plus four elderly people and take care of all of them and cook for all of them on top of working from sun up to sundown. Doesn't take her. Doesn't say thanks, mom, for all you do. His mom is the one that scrounged together some money just to get him a candy bar for his birthday because the other people ain't getting no money. They don't work. No, no, no. He picks Grandpa fucking Joe. But Grandpa Joe's been in bed for 20 years. That Grandpa Joe can't walk. <laughs> well, when Grandpa Joe finds out they win, Grandpa Joe got real cured real fucking quick, man. Mm-hmm. He jumps out of bed. He's doing the little Irish jig. He's dancing around a room. He's singing. He's excited. He's got a golden ticket. Yep. <laughs> Bro. Words. I have a golden ticket. <laughs> yeah. Not, not the kid won a yeah, golden not ticket. not the kid. I have I've it. got a golden ticket. <laughs> so... This motherfucker has laid in bed for 20 years, not helping support a family. But man, the first time he finds out he'd go to a chocolate factory and possibly get his ass diddled by Willy Wonka, he's like, I'm fucking in, guys. I'm out of bed. Now, you have to take this movie with a grain of reality. 20 years in bed, you're going to atrophy. You're not going to have use of your legs. This motherfucker was walking at night. Bro, this motherfucker was walking all the time. He was was going to get himself hookers. Dude, he was probably fucking the other grandma. (laughs) He he was (laughs) fucking everybody at that bed. He was doing usual suspects, let's be honest. He was a verbal kid before a verbal kid was a thing. Dude, if you you laid in bed for 20 years, you're not jumping up, walking around, Mm -hmm. and you're definitely not dancing. This dude's jumping on beds, putting clothes on. They make yeah. it sound like he's whatever when he falls back. That's him acting. Mm-hmm. I, I've been I've been in pro wrestling for a long time. I know what that fucking is. It's a sell job. <laughs> yeah. You get caught in your web of lies and you're just like, oh, oh, oh. Got to save ourselves really quick. Here we yeah. go. Qu- coincidentally, 20 years, hasn't been anything else, and he has a suit. Yeah. That still fits. Yeah. That still fits. It wasn't super big on him, but back then it would have been eaten by moths. Well, silver <laughs> lining of the cabbage soup diet. You're not putting on any weight. Yeah, you would have lost a lot. Yeah, you would have lost That suit would not have fit him to save his ass. Now, I agree with the moth part. So oh, oh. We know he's an asshole. We know he can actually walk. He might have been able to sneak out and steal food and not bring it back to the family. Kept it for himself, which kept him in a relatively Could close. Be right. oh, now, this course. is all conjecture, but well, he, I did have that, he did have that candy bar the one time, too, that he got for Charlie. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he got it. They never explained it. He said, ah, you know, I got this candy bar for you. So that motherfucker went out and got that candy mm-hmm. bar. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch, you're on it. <laughs> oh, fuck, you're on to it. Yeah. 
probably drug the other fucking grandparents so he can sneak out. And by the way, uh, second uh, before we go any further with Grandpa Joe, second worst person in this movie is a candy shop guy. Because oh, remember, yeah. he was throwing out all the free candy to them rich kids. But Charlie comes and he charges him. Well, to well, be fair, because remember when marketing. he does the whole candy, the well, candy it, man in the beginning, yeah. But yeah. Char- well, Charlie doesn't go in because Charlie's got to go to work. Right, but still, but, why is he giving out all that free candy? But when Charlie comes in, there's no free candy. But he's only giving out free candy once in a fucking great movie. It was only the penny candies there. That no, was, those kids were getting no, everything. Getting everything. No, Dick moved, but why would you give candy to the to the poor kids? They're not going to come back and spend their parents' money. The oh, rich kids God. are. The rich kids are. It's he's brilliant. A and, and, and he, he's a marketing genius. This is brilliant marketing. <laughs> and he beat, beat beat the one kid by lifting the gate and knocking her head back. <laughs> the poor kids, they're not going to be able to afford it, but the rich kids will fucking be like, marketing Mom, genius over here. Veruca yeah, Salt's going to fucking get her daddy's money and fucking buy off the shop. So it brilliant move. Dick well, move, but brilliant move. All right. Remove him from the list. He's, all right. He's just a good marketer. So anyways, let's go back to Grandpa Joe, that's really the main event. So we got all this coming in, so now... Uh, young Charlie tells him about his meeting with Slugworth on the street, where Slugworth offered him uh, some monies to steal the everlasting gobstopper formula. Uh, all the kids, by the way, are offered this by Slugworth. All the kids are fucking going to do this. When Willie Walker tells them about tasting the everlasting gobstopper, they all cross their fingers. So everybody's in on it. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make that clear. However, I don't know what the conversation went down with everybody else's parents, but Charlie definitely tells Grandpa Joe. And Grandpa Joe is like, you fucking damn right we're bringing him back that gobstopper for some money. <laughs> By the way, do you think that Charlie would have given him the gobstopper? Or do you think Grandpa Joe would have taken it, just taken the money and ran? Um, so without a doubt, Charlie's job was to take it and then in good faith give it to his grandfather to make the transaction. Then this is where you know we put trust into his grandfather where he shouldn't have. Grandpa Joe was leaving with the money. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Charlie was getting set up the entire yeah, time. Absolutely. <laughs> At no point throughout this, whatever we've talked about so far about Grandpa Joe, shows that he was a person who cared about his family. Oh, absolutely not. He's a scumbag. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. All right. Last but not least, Grandpa Joe, thinking he can get some bubbly, <laughs> decides to steal the bubbly that makes him float. You can't tell me that Grandpa Joe knew that I was going to make him float. Grandpa Joe, like? Grandpa Joe thought he was getting himself a pint, brother. Mm-hmm. A mega pint, if you a will. A mega pint, if you will. <laughs> that was the first mega pint in the history of mega pints. Oh. Yep. But then he belched and floated. He got ah. the bubbles. They started flying. And then he almost died. Actually, he fucking threw Charlie in front of him. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you watch that scene, that's what I'm getting to. As they're floating towards that blade, you notice Grandpa fucking moves Charlie to be kind of in front of him. So, eh, fuck it. You get it first, little bastard. <laughs> and and I, I understand the logic because maybe a femur gets lodged in there and stops the fan and he gets out scot-free. Uh-huh. But then g- gas saves yeah. the day. You know, mm. that cabbage soup paid off. <laughs> <laughs> that, that tunnel smelled like shit. Yeah. Oh. Grandpa Joe, the worst fucking person. Oh, absolutely. But before we go, we do we must be amiss if we say the how bad the ending of this fucking movie is. And here's why this movie is bad at the end. I'm not talking about floating through the city, Charlie getting the chocolate factory. Here's the problem. We have Willy Wonka go over the rules. Tell him that you cheated. You were going to steal the shit. You fucking drank my shit. You guys broke the fucking rules. You don't win. And then he knew. He knew that they stole the gobstopper. At this point in juncture, he knows they steal the gobstopper, and Charlie puts the gobstopper on the fucking desk. Now, mind you, I think Grandpa Joe also had a gobstopper. Grandpa Joe probably looked at him doing this and was like, I will fucking kill this No, Grandpa Joe at that moment was like, oh, fuck. This kid doesn't know. I got one, too. He's going to put one down. 
I walk out here, Scott. We're gonna double dip. <laughs> Grab a Joe is out. Grab a Joe's leaving the family, baby. Just like your mom's dad or your dad, your mom's <laughs> husband. I'm out. He went out I'm fucking out. He went out for a pack of smokes. Never came back. <laughs> Grab a Joe went out for a nip of tobacco. Ain't never seen him again. <laughs> Anyways. This is what makes Willy Wonka change his heart. And then we find out Slugworth worked for Willy Wonka. But we don't find that. At first, I was like, when I remember this, I remember this movie backwards. Because I thought we found out Slugworth worked for him first. You don't. We find out after. Because yeah, I was like, that really is a dick things. move. But yeah. How shitty is that ending, though? Yeah. It, it's a weird mix of like entrapment and cuckolding all in one. Yes. I think I think Charlie mm-hmm. deserved to lose and lose his life. Yeah. <laughs> well, he killed Just off like everybody else. Kids. Yeah. I mean, it really was the Hunger Games before the Hunger Games. And, and mind you, we we we'd be remiss not to talk about the goddamn riverboat scene. Oh, terrifying! Yeah. Terrifying! Does, terrifying! Not enough seats for if all four kids were there. All four other kids were there. That's no, no. That's before. No, everybody's there, but no. uh, Augustus and his mom. Yeah, but there's yeah. not enough seats. There's not yeah, enough there's seats. Not they seats for those knew. Two. Yeah. yeah, they, they knew. And then it, knew then, somebody was not going to make it that far. Then the last two. He's a fucking serial killer. Yeah. We already know that. Yeah, yeah he, he, but that doesn't just make like, him the worst person. Oh no, 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 no. And then you get the the little machine that's run on the soda and whatever. It's only got room for five. That's yeah. true. It so, does go so, down. So, so, so everything down. goes down as you go down. He was Jigsaw re- was at least likable. I was just going to say, he's Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> he was a precursor for Saw. <laughs> well, this is not a review. We're not going to give scores. Although, I, I'm sure that we all love this movie from our childhood. Am I, am I oh, wrong? Yeah. Did anybody here not like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they were a kid, at least? I just I, didn't get it like at, at first, because I, I literally thought the whole thing was rigged from top to bottom, and I thought it was going to be like a reveal of some sort at the end. Ta-da! Yeah, and there's nothing at the end. Like it's just yes, yeah, it just well, ends. I just want to like, point out that's how kids' movies were back when we were yeah. kids. Oh, Think sure, about the sure. Yeah, yeah. I just watched Darby O'Gill and the Little People when I yeah, first that, got that fucking. Uh, yeah, that just ends. Yeah, just done. <laughs> Although Sean Connery is a sexy motherfucker. Oh, he was oh, great. In that oh movie. my god, I love that movie. He's amazing. He fucking beat the shit out that dude. <laughs> beat was the a, shit out that dude. I was a fat little child. This movie delivered on all counts for me. Well, like, oh, I love this movie. I, I love this movie. Until I rewatched it, I did rewatch it twice over the weekend just to make, keep it fresh in my head. But like, I don't remember the first twenty minutes of this movie. No, because it's bad. It's, it's oh, like, the, the first twenty minutes sucks. It's like like how how everybody's crazing over all these golden tickets and shit. Like I don't even like like they even have a scene where the woman's husband gets arrested and that I just want the box of Wonka bars for payment and she's like how long do I have to decide like it's just showing the worst of everybody yeah it was mm-hmm. the LA riots everybody back the in the worst. 70s yeah <laughs> that fucking his, his Veruca Salt's dad like hired like everybody he could to open up no, he, dude I would have pocketed that fucking Wonka card yeah oh, without a doubt. I fucking shoved dude I would have shoved that in my prison wallet walked yeah, out of there because they had ever instead of packing peanuts they were opening everybody was opening 1900 bars a day yep. to find this. And they had a whole stack of extra bars whatever happened to all that. They just threw them out. They threw them away. <laughs> so screw By the way, one ticket per tour. So how funny is it that nobody doubled down on that with all those boxes? But anyways, we're breaking down a kid's movie. So, <laughs> listen, guys, we're going to play a variation of the game. I'm not even going to play the song because it's not really the game music and it's hard to keep points. So I'm just going to say it like this. It's not whoever comes close. It's whoever comes close to the number period. Get a little point ski and uh, we'll kind of have a little fun with it just because I want to see what the reviews everywhere else were. Ready, guys? Yep. Yep. We'll start with IMDb. I know this is Ken's first time playing. It's a little different rules, though. IMDb out of 10 goal with points. We'll go with the guest first. Ken, what do they give Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? 7.2. Ron? Uh, 8. Dazel? Fuck. <laughs> 8.1. I was right at 8. Ron is going to be the closest. It was 7.8 out of oh, 10. Oh, Jesus. I thought Me- it was something high. Next up is Metacritic. This is Critics Only. Ron, you can go first on this one. 100%. What do they give it? Oh, this is like 82. 82 for Ron. Diesel. 
Yeah, I'm going to go oh, 75. 75 for Diesel. 84. 84. Diesel gets the point 67% on oh, Metacritic. Ooh. All right, Diesel, you go first this time. Rotten Tomatoes out of 100%. What do they give Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Um, 77. Ken? 79. Ron? Like 40. Ken gets the point. That was 91%. Oh, guys, and so this is for the win. This I could have worked this out better. And it also went in order of when you guys get to go first. So this tiebreaker is literally for the win here on the anniversary show. Out of Google users, out of 100%, Ken, what did they give Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? 80. Ron? 92. Diesel? Oh. He's got 80. He's got oh, 92. Ken's already out. Google users are extremely high. <laughs> now it's the question of do I want to go 88 and have that middle room or go 93? Because this is an all-time class. I'm going 93. You should have gone with 88 because Ken wins the game. Yes. So the number was 85%. Oh, oh geez. 85%. <laughs> 85. <sighs> Holy shit, guys. Should have gone with 88. You'd have been three points out. Goddamn. <laughs> You should have gone with 90 instead of 91. <laughs> Goddamn. I just figure most Google users probably haven't seen it. Like They don't remember like we do. So yeah. like, oh. No, Google users love everything. Google everything users is high. Except if for it, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, that, the, 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 the new, new one. one. Yeah. That was the only one they were ever low on. Every yeah. other uh, one is fucking yeah. high. Yeah, they're usually around like the 80s. By the way, we've seen some trash show. movies, yeah. and it's always high. Well, the trash movies are in the 80s. The good movies are in the 90s. Right. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, see, that's why I figured it would be like kind of, kind of in that midway point. Yeah, every time. Google users are crazy. But yeah, there you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, Three Fat Nerds, fourth year anniversary. We've been here four fucking years. And we're going to continue on. We're going to continue on giving you our takes on pop culture and nerdum, nerd news, Jesus movie, triple stuff, 3FN Movie Club, of course, this upcoming week. If you're listening to this the week it comes out, this upcoming week we'll be talking about The Northman. It's going to be really good. We've been talking about a lot of good movies lately. And then the week after that, of course, we've got the big one. Yes. Doctor Strange, the multiverse. Thank God I'm cured. Yes. <laughs> Praise Jesus. I'd be I'd be pissed. Praise Jesus. Uh, you know what it was? It was Diesel at that uh that, that revival yesterday. I, I prayed for you. <laughs> I found Jesus. <laughs> he laid hands upon you. He said, Devil be gone. Saint Devil Diesel. be gone. Saint Diesel. Hashtag Saint Diesel. But with that being said, uh Ken, real quick, tell the folks how to find the ODPH. Simple and sweet, ODPHpodcast.com. Of course, me and Diesel, uh, we'll, we'll abbreviate it. Let's go see how quick we can go through these shameless plugs. If you're hearing us, you already know how to find us. Tell everybody. People should start. More people should listen. You should be the catalyst for more people listening by telling them how to find us, Three Fat Nerds, anywhere you get great podcasts. Make sure you uh, hit that subscribe or follow button so you can get the show delivered to you each and every week. Remember, for everything we talk, it is the number three, not the word three. Even though it's a cesspool of fucking human nature, we're on Facebook. Three Fat Nerds Podcast. Type us in that search bar. Find our page. You're going to like our page. You're going to comment, rate, review, help us spread the word of nerd. Speaking of other cesspools out there, we are also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Ha- at Three Fat Nerds Pod. Use the hashtag 3FN Pod whenever talking about us on social media. And email 3FatNerdsPod at gmail.com. Of course, make sure you follow us over at twitch.tv slash 607podcast every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Myself and Ken M bring you hey. 607TWS where we talk everything pro wrestling. You can also find that in podcast form. Just by searching 607 T 
WS anywhere you get great podcasts. And of course, we will be up and running. It was just a little maintenance issue with uh, with uh, our provider mm-hmm. this week. Unfortunately, that's why we are not on stream tonight. But we will be on Monday because that will be rectified. They're doing some cleaning over there, which I'm happy they're doing some cleaning. Sure. But with that being said, uh, also make sure if you would like to support the show monetarily, plus get a ton of extra bonus content. And trust me, you do not want to miss this. Best deal in town. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. For as little as $1 a month, get a ton of extra bonus content. Help support the show. Help support everything we do. It's a great time. Plus, you get the Three Fat Nerds podcast early. And it's the uncut, unedited, uncooked edition, which means you get more of our hot takes than you can handle. And trust me, it's fucking hilarious. I'm not just saying that because we were part of it, but me and Diesel talk about some funny fucking shit. And Ron, too, but the last two weeks, me and Diesel had to carry out. Whoop. Sorry. Ooh, it's okay. You, <laughs> were on, you were on fucking location. <laughs> and you still won the game without being here. No, I, yeah, no you lost it and then won it back. <laughs> yeah, you won it back well, this you, week. So, so you lost it because you were champion coming in. You lost it, and you re-won the championship without being in the studio for two weeks. It's amazing. But if you gave the 10-point swing instead of the 5, it Well, no, yes. He said because he had seen it earlier in the week, he'd seen it. He was giving it a 10-point instead of a 15-point. Or no, a 5-point instead of a 10-point. Man, if he would have gone with the 10 points, he could have won. Barely. <laughs> could have won. Hey, I, I lost by myself, so I can't say anything. So anyways, make sure you try, make sure you join us, man. Like I said, a little dollar a month does really mean a lot to us. And you get a ton of extra stuff. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. Yeah, click on your internet machines and type in HTTP colon backslash backslash eight one double deuce p-r-o-d-u-c-t-i-o-n-s dot com eight one two two productions dot com for all things eight one two two productions including everything you need to know about the three finders podcast six oh seven TWS and more also the T public store link is there go buy some sweet merch and also help us monetarily there also on top of that you can find the links to Patreon to the Twitch channel you can also find friends of the show like the ODPH and our friends at Sci-Fi Horror Fest you can also find uh, the musical gacks that uh, help us and give us some of their great music of course talk about shot at the robots who does our theme song Tom Jolu second suitor Floodlands uh, the Phosphines from Melbourne, Australia, and the Jasons from West Virginia. Check those all those great bands out. Support them on Spotify, YouTube, and Bandcamp. And, of course, also, while you're there, you can check out our local sponsors who help us bring this show to you each and every week. Uh, commercial-free, and, of course... We're going to give a shout out right now, including, first of all, the people who've provided us with the 8122 Production Studios for a long time now, at least a couple years, three years, three years. And, of course, our good friends over here at Dragon Master Games, located at 1235 Upper Front Street in Binghamton, New York. For all your Magic Gathering and gaming needs, uh, please visit them on the World Wide Web, DragonMasterGames.com. And if you're in the 607 or passing through the 607 and you want to find out what's happening at the store, make sure you like their page on Facebook, Dragon Master Games. And thank you to Rex to Rod's Auto Detailing, mm-hmm. located at 2004 North Street in Endicott, New York. To call for an appointment, call 607-644-3389. When you're ready to put the pride back in your ride, don't forget to tell them the three fat nerds sent you. Four long years. Yep. Thank you all so much. Uh, we will keep bringing you the funny. We will keep bringing you our overly opinionated asses. <laughs> we will keep bringing you the entertainment. Because at the end of the day, we have nobody to answer to very much on purpose. Uh, there's a lot of times that we've been offered a lot of different gigs a lot of different sellout moments, if you will. And uh, the price was just not right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, you'd have to come with it. I've, I've said it before. You have to come with it so we don't have to work. <laughs> if you don't come with it, I have to work. That means I'm going to say whatever I want. I'll turn down those dollar amounts and all the other stupid shit. Because I definitely don't need a ball trimmer. I don't know. We should have taken those supplements. <laughs> <laughs> the discount on the supplements. The discount on you. They didn't give us free supplements. We did get offered a free ball trimmer to share amongst us. I would share it. I'll go third. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're fucking ball trimmers suck anyways. You can just go to the fucking Walmart and buy yourself a fucking ten dollar one. You don't have to spend that much money. Just throwing it out there. There's not much. There's not. You can't tell me that it's fucking great for your. If you're worried about cutting your fucking nuggets, then you shouldn't be fucking putting a blade down there. Period. So fuck them, and you can figure out easily who they are. The only ones that we're not going to say fuck you too because they kind of gave us a little bit was Blue Chew. Thank you, Blue Chew. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's listen, we will do a Blue Chew one for free just because it was hilarious hearing Diesel talk about Blue Chew for fucking two episodes. <laughs> fucking, let's be honest, that, that we would do we do that for passion. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, there's been a lot of stuff. So trust me, we aren't going fucking anywhere. We're, as long as we're going to do this for ourselves, I've said it before, I'm very selfish. As long as I'm having fun, I get to hang out with my friends. And that's what I get to do here. Each and every Monday at 5 p.m., give or take, I get to hang out with two of my best friends and talk all things nerdy and stuff. Then I get to come back. Well, I don't ever leave, really. But I get to come back in the studio and go live on Twitch with another one of my best friends and talk pro wrestling. And then... I get to sometimes go on and talk football and talk shit about people on his podcast as well. <laughs> and it also carries me to places like New York Comic Con where I get to shoot footage of people and, and have a good time. So with that being said, I am living the fucking dream. So I don't really need ball trimmers and everything else to, to say that I'm special or a percentage on a certain website. Uh, although that's high too. So good. <laughs> good on me, I guess. I don't know. But the, the most important thing is I we always laughed and thought that it would be fun if 10 people would listen. And I can tell you that it's way more than 10. Yeah. And so we're thankful for each and every one of you because even if it was only 10, we would still be bringing the shit that we're bringing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Easily. And we, we aimed real low. We said even if it was 10 people. Mm-hmm. And that was four years ago. And that's it's, it's a lot higher than 10. We, we didn't even think we'd get to 10, actually. <laughs> no, no, we never did. And then, and then all of a sudden, I was realizing we had more than 10 fucking Ireland. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in Ireland? Hey. It's the second coming of the potato family? What the fuck? <laughs> They're listening to me. And Australia, thanks to the Phosphines, by the way. Shout outs to them, man. Yeah. And Australia, big fucking valley. So you Aussies, baby, we love you. And if ever we get real big in Australia, they want to pay for us to go to Australia. I mean, I'm in... Ron's maybe in yeah, the trying to kill situation. you out there, man. I don't know. And Diesel is too scared of everything to ever come, but we'll bring him I'll on go. video. Oh, but I, so he'll come to Vox. I mean, I'll go. You're not, he's not scared of the fucking plane ride and the fucking killer bats and plane, shit? Plane, I'm good. Water, not so much. But you're, you're flying over the water the whole time. I'm not looking at it. Okay. <laughs> right. The ostrich logic approaching the plane. Lo- yeah. Logic, logic. But I mean, oh. Diesel, I'm pretty sure, is out for Australia. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't come to horror movies. He doesn't go to Australia for the same reasons. But ladies and gentlemen, all joking aside, thank you all. And uh, we will be back. Of course, same bat time, same bat channel like we are every fucking Monday, except for the one we gave up for social awareness. Uh, We'll be back to talk all the shit we talk about, what's going on in the world of pop culture, nerdum, and most importantly, our, our weekly movie review. So thank you guys for the bottom of our heart for four years. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Last but certainly not least, as you know, later, nerds. Later. Hashtag four more years. Oompa Loompa, <laughs> something, something, something. Amber Heard kind of rhymes with turd. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I want you to get it. I want you to understand. I'm doing the best I can, but not as good as I want to be. I just wanna get it. I just wanna comprehend that I have to make amends with the monster inside of me. But I keep forgetting things I need to know. Where I'm from becomes. to get it
Doing the best I can, but not.